Welcome to the 360 Approach to Marketing Podcast. Each episode will deliver real-world solutions for your toughest marketing and technology challenges. Hosted by the executive teams of 360Biz and 360Civic, agencies that have produced award-winning marketing strategies for public and private sector entities. Each broadcast will feature lively discussions with industry experts about optimizing websites, video, social media, and other communication channels in an ever-evolving digital space. The past year's pandemic has changed the business landscape, especially how businesses reach customers and continue to sell products and services during a time of social distancing and restrictions on public gatherings. Today, we're talking about the key elements of successful marketing during a pandemic. I'm Bridget DeRico, and this is the 360 Approach to Marketing podcast. Joining us today is marketing executive, successful entrepreneur, and published author, Ron Zayas. Welcome to the show, Ron. Thank you, Bridget. Good to be here. Now, 2020 and continuing into 2021 has forced big changes on how businesses operate or are trying to operate. In today's pandemic situation, what do you think are the best ways to reach customers? Well, I think the the number one thing you have to understand is that this has been a very uneven pandemic. Um, We're business to business, so that's where we concentrate, not so much in retail. But even in business to business, we have clients in the hotel, restaurant, meetings, um, you know, they're, they're deeply impacted. Or if they provide services, if you're an IT company that does most of your work around meetings in Las Vegas, your business has been sidelined. Um, but we also deal with technology. We deal with government. And, and some of those companies are thriving. So we have retailers who are in the middle. If, if they've, you know, they've had to pivot, they've had to go to a different direction, and they're thriving there. The ones who have stayed where they are aren't doing very well. So first rule here is to not think that the whole world is either great because your side of the market's great or it's horrible. It, you know, there's going to be a mix of two. So when you talk to your clients, you need to understand which side of the divide they're on. Exactly. And then how would you go about having that type of a conversation with your clients to help advise them based on their specific situation? So the first thing here is to remember that marketing is about talking to your clients. If you're not talking to your clients, if you're not talking to prospects, regardless of what's going on in this world, you're, you're at a disadvantage. We have a, a client in the retail space. They, they're manufacturers and they sell to retailers. And most of those retailers are in hotels or de- destination resorts, things like that. So they've been hurting. But their number one mistake was they haven't been talking to these people. So you need to make sure that you keep the lines of communication open. And if you have a direct sales force, then those salespeople should be calling not to say, hey, I've got to sell something, but start the conversation first. How is your business doing? What's going on? Empathy is a great marketing tactic. It's not only a great thing to do as a human being, it's good for sales. I want to know what's going on in your business and find out what you're doing. If they're doing well, find out what they're doing right and, and why they're positive. If they're, if they're not doing well, then talk to them. See if there's other things that you can do to help them or give them some ideas from other places that you've heard that wouldn't you know, be derogatory to where you heard it from but to be able to help them from there. So if you're not having a conversation and you have a direct sales force, you have a problem there. The second thing is if you don't normally sell directly, if you sell through email or you market through email 
or you market through a website or something like that, continue those lines of communication. But again, ask some questions, take surveys, ask people to respond back to you and tell you what's going on and then be sympathetic. Maybe if you know your industry is help is, is really hurting, now is a good time to present articles and information in your emails about what they can do to get over that. You don't want to be Pollyannish. You don't want to, you know, it, it, it's very destructive to say everything's going to be great next month when it's not going to be great next month or that we don't know. But try to be positive. Try to find the areas where you do know there are some successes and stories that you've seen that are important to the industry of what people are doing and push that forward. Because the main thing about a recession is a recession is 50% something really happening. In this case, it's a pandemic. You know, we've solved the pandemic. We'll probably solve most of the economic woes. But the other half of a recession is lack of confidence. It's psychological. And when people lose hope, they stop investing. They stop hiring. They stop selling. They stop talking. And when that happens, that's when you get into a full-blown recession. So the idea here is don't make stuff up but look for those silver linings and try to share things that are working. Now, you mentioned a sales force, but uh, what about for those types of businesses that do not have outside sales? You know, uh, what do, would you recommend, what kind of implementation uh, would you recommend that they use to communicate and reach their customers? So first, start with what you've already been using. If you use email, if you use advertising, if you use LinkedIn, whatever it is that you've been using in the past, I say two things. Number one, continue to use that and use more of it. And second of all, look for other ways to have those conversations that fit into your budget and fit into what you're comfortable with. So if you've been using email to communicate as the only um, vehicle to go out there and the only medium, continue to use that. Use more of it and then look about LinkedIn, look about Facebook, you know, look in other places where you can go ahead and advertise or communicate out if that's the primary way that you do it. Use your social media properties because, you know, use video. If you can continue to have the conversation, you are going to be in a better place than somebody who shuts down. And even though budgets are for the companies that are affected, and if you're one of those, and you're seeing a lot of uh, you know contraction in sales, there's still a lot of things you can do that involve time that don't necessarily involve money. Use those and keep that conversation going. And what are some examples of those resources? Well, so for example, we had a meeting company who um, their meetings have been canceled. So they have a couple of options. They, they could you know lay off everybody. Uh, fortunately, they they took care of what was going on with PPP. They took some money from there and they were able to keep people on staff. But those people aren't planning meetings at this point. So what they did was they got those people to call their clients. They called those people to ask questions. Okay, so the meeting in Las Vegas has been has been canceled. And this is the main way that you go out and and you know, you were selling, they're telling their clients, this is the way you were selling your products. You were meeting with your franchisees. You were meeting with everybody. So what can you do? You know, what are you doing now? What are you going to do to get around this? So they had their meeting planners going out and reaching and get that information. And it's not necessarily that they were there to sell, but they were able to find out that if they, um, they were able to find out that if they got, if, if, for example, one of the franchise companies said, we don't know how we're going to do this. So they said, well, have you thought about a virtual meeting? 
So once they started talking about a virtual meeting, then they were able to help plan that virtual meeting. They wouldn't be able to do that if they wouldn't have gotten all hands on deck. If you have production people in the back, we have another manufacturing company and production came to a standstill because their clients weren't buying. Well, we told them you have a sales force or you have email, send them out and start you know, going after people and saying, if you have a really short turnaround, if you need something different, now is the time to try us out because we're going to give you either a reduced uh, cost or we're going to let you try it out for free or we're going to meet that impossible deadline because we have these resources sitting there. So use what you have and get them focused on what you're trying to do. Now, what advice would you give to a uh, a retail or a restaurant? Um, they have been, specific, you know, we've seen specific instances of those industries been being hit uh, particularly hard. What you know, marketing tactics would you offer to them? So we, there are some ideas there. Understand that we are a business to business, you know, marketer, mm-hmm. and that's my background. So a little bit less for restaurants. But we, you know, we've had friends. One of the things that we've done is we've gone out in our community and said, we're a marketing company. We're doing well. We're here to help. So if people need help, come to us and ask. And so we've, we've now run into restaurants. We've run into hotels. We've run into uh, people in transportation, uh, airlines, uh, you know, private charters, things like that who have come and asked us for help. So we've had to get off, get out of our comfort space to be able to help them. So here's a couple of things we did with restaurants that were very actionable. Again, if you can't have people coming in because of the restrictions, we get that. So number one is reach out to your client base. If, if you haven't been taking names, if you haven't been taking emails, well, there's nothing you can do about that now. Start getting some names of people in the area or do mailers that are very inexpensive to do all around, but tell people how they can uh, buy from you. You know, you can you can order takeout. If you are having any type of a get together, you know, a small family thing, or if you have people who are who are you know uh, have a relative or you have a friend or somebody that needs some meals, we can deliver these meals out. At this point, what you want to do is keep your people busy. The second thing around that, which I think is is very important, is to ask for help. The restaurants that we've had the best luck with, the hotels that we've had the best luck with, the businesses that have been really impacted have not been afraid to ask for help. It isn't so much, I want to sell you something else. It's, I need your help to survive. We are part of the community and and we would like to know, for you to know that we need your help and here's how you can help us. Or if you know other ways, do that. That kind of marketing message has been really positive lately. Because again, the important thing to remember is this this is an uneven recession. There are a lot of people who are doing very well. And those people understand that they're very lucky and for the most part have been willing to help out others. And even people who have been challenged, who have been laid off or have hours cut, they still want their local businesses to survive. Ask for help. Put that out on your marketing and tell people how they can help you, whether it's buying meals, whether it's sending you new clients, whether it's doing anything to be able to to push that through. So ask for help, continue to contact people. And then the other thing is ask other businesses for help. We've gone through some of our restaurants that have come and asked us for help in our community. And we've said, you know what, let's call three or four other businesses. There are businesses that are still meeting in person. There are businesses that are still in offices and they want to do things for their, for their employees. They want to do something special. By tying those two together, we're able to get a lot more catering done. We're able to get a lot more orders come in or arranged it so that they could give 
gift certificates to get food from these restaurants at a very discounted price. Still good for the restaurant, good thing for the business to do. Those are the kind of things that we're trying to build together. Uh, thank you for that. And, you know, finally, what do you envision uh, the future of marketing to be once we get through this pandemic? What are some of the things you think are going to stick around? You know, it, it's always hard to say that because people do have a tendency, they, although they learn new habits, they go back and they, they fall into their habits over a period of time. But I would say for the foreseeable future, there's there's three things that that are really going to change in marketing. Number one is in order, especially if you're a retail type business where people are coming in, you need to, to let people know that that they're safe when they're coming in. Um, people can argue about, you know, whether they want to wear a mask or not. I'm, I'm taking this from a from a marketing point of view. If you're not wearing a mask, there are people who are going to not come into your business. If your business isn't clean, if your business isn't open and, and showing that you're taking people's health, you're going to have some segment of the population and an ever-growing one that is not going to come into your business. Don't do that. Although it's easy to say, well, but I don't want to offend this person or that. The overall uh, uh, premise here is that businesses that are safe, businesses that make people feel comfortable are going to get a lion's share of the business that's out there. The second thing I think that that's going to stick around with us is this whole concept of there are different ways to get to the light. Uh, there were a lot of people who wouldn't do Zoom meetings before. There were a lot of people who, who always wanted to travel face to face. They're finding that that's not the way to go anymore. Uh, a good example is our company. We've always had offices and our, our employees have always come in. Early on in March, we planned ahead for this. And when it happened, we sent everybody home. What's well, been a year later, we don't have any plans to bring those people back. One, they've been working well. They've been doing their jobs. So it's we're probably not going to be bringing that in. And that will affect the businesses that were around us, the restaurants that were around us. So understand that people, and there are a lot of people who are moving out of urban areas because they feel like they're not going to be coming into work for a while. When this ends, they're probably not going to be coming back to those areas. So how do you deal? How are you going to look with those people who aren't in a concentrated area anymore? More So thing that's going to change in marketing is how much harder it's going to be to reach out to employees if you're doing business to business when they're not in your business. The last thing that I think has changed is that we've gotten over the, yes, you can have a Zoom meeting and you have a crying baby in the background, or you have a Zoom meeting and you're, you're wearing shorts. And the novelty of this is going to wear out. Those Zoom meetings, those go-to meetings, those WebEx meetings are probably going to stay for a while, and they're going to grow to to be a bigger percentage than what they were before the pandemic. You need to make sure that you are professional. You need to make sure that you have a space, that you have a background, that you can take the time to have a meeting. Because after the novelty has worn off, professionalism is still going to be what is the hallmark of most successful companies. Great. Well, thank you so much for your time today and joining us here on the 360 Approach to Marketing podcast. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. Talk to you later. 